It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. They'll be all right. We'll be all right, Sonny Gray said at the end of his postgame press conference last night. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. We're going to talk about why Sonny Gray had to say that after a pretty nice start coming back from the injured list. Going to break down that game and look at tonight's extremely important, must win, absolutely cannot lose game for the Red Legs. But before we jump into all that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. And save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We'll have an extended Jeff's Junk Mail segment on Thursday. So make sure to get those in. We already got a bunch of comments and questions and all the reactions and stuff. Keep them coming. 513-549-0159. All right. So last night was frustrating, and I really don't know what other word to use. Frustrating, annoying, just, yeah, whatever. We've used all these words before talking about losses this season for the Reds, and last night was kind of a throwback to a couple of weeks ago whenever we were worried that the Reds were done. What they did? Let's talk about it. They started off in the first inning. I told you that they had to get up early on Brett Anderson. And what did they do? They scored two runs in the first inning off of a two-run bomb from Nicholas Blastianos. Absolutely awesome home run, and we were feeling good. And then the Reds didn't do anything else. They hit that one home run, and then they went to uh, they went away. They ran in the head. I, I don't know what happened to the lineup there. Brett Anderson looked like a Cy Young Award winner. And then, as 
Cowboy and Tommy Thrall as Jim Day and Chris Welsh had all warned us, had all talked about. And if you look at the statistics, it's very obvious as to why this is a huge storyline. The Reds have to absolutely stay ahead of the Brewers. The Brewers are a very hard team to mount a late inning comeback against simply because of Devin Williams and Josh Hader. Just for reference, Devin Williams on the season now has 23 innings pitched after last night's performance. His ERA is .39. His FIP does say he's getting a little unlucky. His FIP is .84. This guy's a ridiculous reliever and made quick work of the Reds lineup in the 7th and 8th inning, and then Josh Hader made quick work of them in the ninth. You just cannot get down late to this Brewers team because of those two relievers, and we saw why, as the Reds struck out seven times in their final nine outs. You're not going to come back when you're doing that. You're not mounting, mounting any sort of comeback. Uh, that, that, was, that was frustrating. But in the postgame, Sonny Gray mentioned that he felt amazing after the start. Uh, he felt good. He was making his pitches exactly where the location was, exactly where they needed to be. And he was happy with the way that things went. And the box score would agree. He pitched five innings of two-hit ball, one earned run. That was on a solo home run by Tyrone Taylor. Eight strikeouts compared to just one walk. He looked like the Sonny Gray before those last couple of starts uh, that kind of sent him to the injured list. He was on the IL, you'll remember, with some back issues. The two previous starts before that, though, he just looked off. And I think that's kind of why they kind of set him down for a little bit, and they said, look, I know it's a shortened season, but take some time off. We'll be all right. And they were. Michael Lorenzen filled in nicely. But it's good to have the Sunny Gray that we know, the old Sunny Gray back. So then after he leaves, TJ Antone comes in, promptly has a beautiful sixth inning that reminds us as to why we love him so much. But then the seventh inning came, and it wasn't all just him. It was a little bit of the defense, a completely terribly misplayed ball by Aristides Aquino. A couple of nights in a row, the Reds have had some rough defense in left field. You remember Shogo Akiyama kind of took a rough route to a ball the night before. Didn't end up biting them in the butt like this one did. And the Brewers were able to score two runs in the seventh and take the lead. And that's all they needed. That's all the game was, three to two. Williams and Hayter, the uh, law firm that anybody but Brewers fans hate, comes in and shuts the door on the rest of the game. And real quick, we'll do the whole thing where we say, and if the season ended today, the Reds would be in the playoffs. That's true. They'd still be the number seven seed. The Brewers would be the eight seed. In fact, as much as we have maligned the NL Central over the years, the NL Central would get three teams in this eight-team playoff if the season ended today. Guess what? It's not. And that is why this tonight's game, and it's uh, oh, it's so important. The Reds absolutely have to win. The Reds currently hold a season advantage over the Brewers at 5-4. and four. That is why they remain ahead of the Brewers, despite both teams being 500. If they lose today, they lose that advantage, and then it goes to a different tiebreaker, which is like way down the list. And I think it's like intra division record then, and that gets a little bit more hairier. So they've absolutely got to win. We're going to break down that game here in just a moment. But I did also want to point out a very nice outing for Amir Garrett and finishing the game off in the ninth inning. 
Anthony DiSclefani. That's going to be his role in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure, unless they need a spot starter in a long series for some sort of reason. But Disco came in in the ninth and pitched a perfect inning. That's, that's all you need. That's all you need from your bullpen. And when you're looking at a bullpen, and just real quick, too, on this, this is why this is why I really want this to work out. And I mean, obviously, I'm a Reds fan, so yeah, I want this to work out. I want them to get into the postseason, but their pitching staff is set up beautifully for the postseason. You've got your top three that we talk about all the time, and Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Trevor Bauer. And then the bullpen, when you add Disco, Mally, and uh, Antone, who has been a surprise in there, it is a very good bullpen. I know that we all like absolutely were just pissed off at them in the first half of the season, and that was a huge reason why the Reds struggled so much during the first 30 games, but they have really rounded themselves out into a formidable unit. When you've got Iglesias pitching like he should at the end of games, you've got set-up men like Amir Garrett and Archie Bradley, you've got Michael Lorenzen who can go as many innings as you need, Antone who can go as many innings as you need, you've got Malley, and you've got Disco, both guys can go as many innings as you need. That's plenty of options. That's what you need right there as a winning bullpen formula. But, you know, like I mentioned, getting in. The Reds, according to Baseball Reference, have a 74% chance, and that is currently right now, this moment, you're listening to this podcast today, here on Wednesday. Baseball Reference says that the Reds have a 74% chance to make the playoffs. That is an unbiased source. That is not Jeff Carr Incorporated telling you this. That is not Reds country all getting together on Twitter and saying, yeah, I think they have a really good shot, one and four shot of missing, three and four of making. No, that's Baseball Reference. Fangraphs isn't quite as bullish, but it's still better than 60%. It's currently at 66%. So two out of three times the Reds make the postseason. According to these unbiased websites who run computer models that are way above my head, but that's what they're saying. But we're Reds fans. And some of us, you're Cincinnati sports fans as a whole, you loop in the Bengals and the Bearcats in there, and you're thinking it's the postseason, it's Cincinnati sports, we know how this is going to go. I still have faith that they're going to make it. And I know that I've kind of flip-flopped a little bit on that throughout the season. Things looked really bleak a couple weeks ago, and I said they were done. I was wrong. I still believe now that the fact that I was wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with that. I'm rolling with the fact that I was wrong that they were done. They're going to make the postseason. This is going to be a fun ride, and they're not done at the end of this week. Firmly believe that. Going to tell you why here in just a minute, as I believe tonight is going to be a good night to be a Reds fan. And then the twin series coming up that we'll preview here in a few days. It's crucial. I know you can't lose. It's must win. All of that good stuff. But I believe this team was set up for this, and I believe they will rise to the challenge. We're going to talk about tonight's game, like I mentioned here in just a minute. But do you run a company that is looking to hire? Do you run a company that needs to add to its workforce? Maybe you're in need of a specific type of worker. You're looking for good quality candidates. The best way to do that is to check out Indeed.com. Indeed.com gives you the resources to quickly and successfully add to your workforce. They've got sponsored job ads that increase your likelihood by three times of hiring the employee that you want. And now through 
my podcast today, you have this awesome opportunity to go to Indeed.com slash MLB and get $75 toward your next job posting. This is the best offer that they have to give. Indeed.com slash MLB for a $75 credit toward your next job posting. Indeed.com gives you all of the tools to make your hire the next time the right time on Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Also, make sure to go check out the brand new website, OhioVerseEveryone.com. It started at the beginning of August, and it covers all of Ohio sports and pop culture, so you know that you're getting the content that you love being a fan of an Ohio sports team. And now with football ramping up, you've got Bengals, Browns, you've got Buckeyes coming back eventually, maybe, who knows, Big Ten's doing their thing. But you've also got a lot of great other teams as well. Ohio vs. Everyone is going to cover all of that and more. They've even got Reds coverage on there. Go check them out. Ohio vs. Everyone.com. It's all of your Ohio sports and pop culture in one place. Ohio vs. Everyone.com. All right, big time game tonight at 640. The Reds and Brewers finish up their season series. The Brewers will throw Adrian Hauser on the mound going up against Trevor Bauer. Bauer's going on three days rest. Something that he has said he has wanted to do basically his entire career and he's super pumped to be doing it this week. He's going to be doing it on today and then he's going to I believe, I don't know if they'll have him start the last game of the season or if they'll keep him lined up for game one of the postseason. We'll see how that works. I know currently the plan is to have him pitch the last game of the season. So we'll see how that all works out. They, uh, the good news is they've got the pitching staff. They don't have to have him pitch every single day. But he has said he's always wanted to do this. The interesting thing is if you go into Trevor Bauer on baseball reference and you look at his splits, you look at his statistics on uh, days of rest, and you break it down by three days rest. He's only had two starts ever on three days rest, one in 2018 and Oddly enough, one in 2019. Last year, after he came over in the trade from Cleveland, the Reds had him pitch on three days rest. He pitched on August 31st, and then he turns around. He pitches September 4th against the Phillies, and he goes five innings, allowing four earned runs on six hits. He had six strikeouts on two walks. The Reds did end up winning that game. 8-5. to five. That was at Grand American Ballpark as well. Uh, the interesting thing about that is the only other start he's had on three days rest back in 2018, when he was a member of the Indians, he pitched on three days rest September 25th against the White Sox, pitched four innings with two earned runs allowed on five hits, four strikeouts, no walks that day. The Indians did lose that game, however, 5-4. to four. But it's interesting to note, the only two starts he's ever had on three days rest come in the month of September. So he'll be taking on the Brewers tonight. He has got to be a favorite to win, if not the favorite, to win the NL Cy Young. And yeah, you can say Jacob deGrom, you could say other names. I don't care. Trevor Bauer is the dude who's got to be at the top of the list. So to hopefully continue to bolster that resume with this start, maybe another start to end the season against the Twins, 
huge money for him, huge money for the Reds tonight as he goes up against Adrian Hauser. You may remember the name just a little bit. It's kind of one of those names of like, who? But he actually pitched game one of the doubleheader back on August 27th. You'll remember that day. The Reds took both games of that doubleheader, and that's kind of what got the good vibes rolling for this Reds team up in Milwaukee. The Reds put up four runs on Adrian Hauser. They ended up putting six runs total on the game. Nicholas Castellanos will remember him very well. He homered off of him, as did Jesse Winker. That was a good game for both guys. In fact, Nicholas Castellanos was a triple shy of the cycle that day. He had two RBIs as well. He had a sack fly later on. Winker would also hit another home run off Alex Claudio later on. In fact, in that game as a whole, the only two guys who didn't get hits were Phil Irvin, who pinch hit for Mark Payton later on in the game, and then Shogo Akiyama, who led off the game for the Reds, kind of went 0 for 4, but everybody else had a hit. So hopefully they continue that tonight. They need to get up early, get up in the middle, and get up late in the game. They need to just get a big lead, not worry about Devin Williams, not worry about Josh Hader, because if they see those guys again, it might be another frustrating night for the Redlegs. A quick assessment of the state of the Reds' bullpen. I, I believe that Rysel Iglesias is perfectly available tonight. He only threw three pitches in the game two nights ago, so we should see him should the Reds have a close lead. We'll also probably see anybody other than Amir Garrett, who's pitched two nights in a row now. And with TJ Antone going multiple innings yesterday, I wouldn't expect to see him today. But that means everybody else is available. Maybe even Anthony DiSclefani, should they need him. I think that was kind of a night to get him some work. And hopefully, I mean, it was a close game. But like it or not, managers kind of throw in different bullpen arms based on whether they're ahead or they're behind. It's nice to know that Disco is a guy you can throw in there and hopefully continue to keep the score where it is. Hopefully tonight we will see the winning combination of Archie Bradley and Rysel Iglesias as the Reds take a lead. Bauer may just pitch all nine. Who knows? I mean, he is fired up, and I'm fired up to watch this game like we mentioned, and I know that you're probably getting tired of hearing this because that's all we've heard for the last couple of weeks, but... It's a must win. They absolutely got to win to get above 500, kind of taking a quick look around the rest of the league and seeing what happened. The Giants won last night against the Rockies, putting them at 500, but they're still out of the playoff race. Uh, we just need to keep seeing them lose. The Phillies lost again to the Nationals. Got to keep rooting for them. They're now two, or, or keep rooting for the Nationals. They are now two games under 500. They will go again tonight against Washington and the Giants against the Rockies as well. And then the Cardinals are back up against the Royals again tonight. Danny Duffy on the mound for the Royals. Carlos Martinez and his 8.4 ERA in 15 innings is on the mound for the Cardinals. So maybe the Royals can score some runs there and uh, win a game and help out the Reds. Who knows? We'll see exactly what happens tonight. First pitch at 6:40. Adrian Hauser against Trevor Bauer. Hopefully, we'll be taking a win into the off day and some really good vibes. Remember, Reds fans, I know that we're talking about Cincinnati sports, but let's not lose our heads too much here. I think we're going to be all right. And that quote comes straight from Sonny Gray.
himself. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Make sure that you are subscribed on all the podcast platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. But now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. You'll actually hear me on there, as well as the guy from Locked On Braves telling Sonny, Sully, I got Sonny on the mind, telling Sully as to why you should root for the Reds, and Dylan's talking about why you should root for the Braves, but we know that you're not going to do that. You're going to root for the Reds. All right, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Let's go, Reds. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.